the drive, step back in the air. Oh, let me step back and oh, kiss my. myself. Big time plays, big, wow. big time plays. All right, we back at the podcast and chill show. Um, I'm Duff No Bear. You know, this is episode 176, I believe. It is. Uh, we back, brown and beautiful. It's, it's February. It's Black History Month. I don't know why they gave us the shortest month in the world, but it's it's cool. They gave us the shortest month of the year. Oppression. No pressure. Every month is Black History Month. What are they saying? What are the kids saying? Black Future Month. I like that better anyway. Black Future Month. Yeah, I do like Black Future Month. I'm with Vanessa Valley, of course. You know, I'm always here. I, it, it's really no need for introduction at this point. Y'all know who we are, but yeah. just in case you don't know who you are, if you're a new listener, I'm Duff No Bear. This is Vanessa Valley. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Hi. And we're here, man. Follow the podcast at Pod and Chill Show. Hopefully, you enjoy yourself. Sit, sit back, relax. Listen to what we about to talk about. I don't know. This isn't even an episode, man. Just sit back and enjoy this experience. It's an experience. That's how I feel like it is. Right now, we got uh, Amazon Prime in the back. We watching Invincible right now. Shiz hasn't watched it. He watched a few episodes. But yeah, I got three left. Yeah, we finishing it right now. He really likes it. It's crazy. I I appreciate the. Uh, there's not there, there's plot armor, but it's not. It's not like strategic standard like show plot armor like everybody getting fucked up. Yeah, you don't know what's about to happen. I love shows like that. Yeah, like like fuck it's the plot. Written. Yeah, yeah that, that goes against like the norm of uh, television. Yeah, I hate that. Like yeah. like he get people getting hit with bullets, people getting their ass beat. You know that's just that's just normal. That that's a I would say more interesting and, dynamic you know, television. Usually, in regular television, you got the hero, especially in hero shows. You got the hero, and the hero always wins at the end of the episode every single time. Yeah, that happy ending. Yeah, he doesn't face any type of, like, serious things. No. That, and that's why I appreciate this show a lot. Because it's, like, it's showing the mortality of uh, humans versus uh, heroes. Yeah. But it also shows the mot- mortality of um, heroes as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean... So there's a literary term for that. It's uh, a lot of things with that happy ending thing. It's called pro-social. Mm-hmm. When things basically go against a pro-social type of like happy ending-ish, it's called subversive. Yeah. So this is a very subversive cartoon, and that's why I like it. And like how you said with the superheroes, you know, they're almost a being above humans, mm-hmm. which is why I appreciate it. But superheroes out here getting their ass beat. Yeah, by a bigger superhero. Yeah. It's like it's like um. It's like the ocean, like the fish gets ate by the bigger fish, and that fish gets ate by the shark. Yep. The shark gets ate by like the killer whale or some shit like. Yep. That. And then you got a kraken out of nowhere. Yeah, just, a kraken out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, where did you come from? Like, why is you beating my ass right now? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So I definitely love shows like that. That's like extremely spontaneous, but also shows mortality of like the hero. So that's why you got shows like The Boys, which I really appreciate. Y'all can go check that out. That's a beautiful show. Shout out to The Boys. Shout out to The Boys. It's literally like Invincible. It's literally like it, but in like real time. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be like a live action series of like heroes having the consequences of what they're doing. Like the best way I can explain it is like if you watch a, a Marvel show, right? And you see, um, what's a hero? All right. What that's kind of hero? DC is more dark, so yeah. you got a you got a DC show. You got Superman. Okay. Superman flings a villain through the building, but nobody shows the repercussions of that building or the city being repaired afterwards. No, the boys literally show the consequences of the hero's actions, which is why I love it. 
Yeah, because you got you got to peep like when, with those type of movies and TV shows, the whole city get destroyed every episode, and nobody says anything. It's like, oh yeah, they fix it. insurance for the city. Yeah, but um, but yeah, so that's why I like it because I love the mortality thing. How they how they make them seem human. Yes, like yo, I, I'm a person. I have feelings. Yes, more like invincible. Like this person is. He feels invincible, but once he gets his ass beat, he can feel it just like everyone else. Do you feel like Marvel lacks that with this with his characters? Uh, or do you feel like it's just not really like important to them? It's not important to them really because there is like the traditional mind you, and you gotta look what's underneath that company. You it's Disney. Yeah, Disney is all fun games. Okay, we got a little bit of darkness, but it's not gonna be too dark. Right. With this, with Marvel, so they they have they're limited by what they can actually do. It's nothing really dark about Marvel, but with DC. Which is why I'm mad they don't execute certain shit perfectly. Is because it's so dark and groomy. When they make a dark film, it's extremely dark, mm-hmm. and I love it every single time. Mm-hmm. And I always say, and they can do, they can go any route they want because it's like, all right, they deep, they look deep into the minds of these villains yeah. as well. So you can make a psychology, uh, psychological th- thriller. Mm-hmm. You can do a thriller. You can do a villain origin story. You can do anything, and you can make it bloody as you want, or even like those meta type of endings that begin like a prequel type of movie like dc does those well but uh, i agree with you on that point i feel like because marvel is so constrained by either sony owning something or Mm -hmm. disney owning something that they really have like a stricter playbook yeah but i mean because but again then again they have like all that all that um risk Mm -hmm. in terms of this movie has to look like this you know based off of all these hands in the pot whereas though dc they don't give a fuck here yeah it's about to be a lot of blood yeah, but you know, like I feel like DC has the more dynamic characters. Yeah, but you would think that their movies would be better, but their mm-hmm. movies are just not. Yeah, but in terms of they have a lot of, I hate to use this word, but they have a lot of potential. They do, but they just they always fall they short. Just don't so. execute. Yeah, they yeah, just don't execute, like you said. That's the problem. So I do, I, I do love these type of shows that show show that type of thing. So the boys is definitely a must watch. New season coming soon. Invincible, if you haven't seen this, a Delph cartoon about heroes. Um, yeah. Do you think DC plays well in the television shows though? Yeah, they do. You feel like they do? Yeah, because it's dark and gruesome. You can do whatever you want. A lot of people want to see that on t- television. Yeah. I feel like they win in the TV. They, they do well with the shows. That's not um. That's not just heroes. Like they like Gotham wasn't a. It was about Batman, but it was about like. The origin, the Batman, origin. Yeah, it, it didn't show a lot of action. Nah, they, they do very well storytelling. People love the Flash. Yeah, the Flash was okay. Yeah, yeah. But Batman, one of the best films I've seen. Very dark and gruesome. Yeah, the Joker, one of the but. Come on, man. Yeah, whether it's Joaquin Phoenix or Heath Ledger, like yeah. we, we take them both. Yeah, we take Joaquin them both. Phoenix Joker was, you know, a phenomenal film. One of the best films I've seen, and I don't say that lightly. Mm-hmm. One of the best films in my 24 years I've ever seen, and I loved it. I loved every part of it. Do you feel like Jared Leto didn't live up to that Joker moniker? I mean, I think he did what he was supposed to do because um, he's a Suicide Squad Joker. So he was, was like, a Suicide it was Squad. Like, all right, we about to do playful shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just think 
it was bad writing, really. Mm. I think he did what he was supposed to do. I didn't think he was a good joker. I thought he just did. He executed what he was told to do. I get that. He was limited. Like I said, it was supposed to be like a, all right, this is a doubt. We're not going to take this movie so seriously. Yeah. That's why they gave the nigga face tattoos, which was stupid. It was almost like a B-side joker. If yeah. they had joker as like, could we think of these larger than life characters? Yeah. Of like Heath Ledger, who mm-hmm. unfortunately, like you don't even want to want to compare people to Heath no. Ledger, you know, because this is always gonna look like it's bad. Mm-hmm. But then you have like guys like Joaquin Phoenix, who had like this real feeling to him. Yeah, he wasn't like a villain; he was like a person. You felt bad for yeah, that yeah. Joker. You, you know what I'm saying? For it. You seen it? Yeah, I seen yeah. it. Of course, I have seen it twice. Yeah, I seen it like three times. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, damn, I, I don't, I don't feel bad that you went crazy. I mean, I, feel, I mean, no, I, I'm I said that wrong. Yeah. I'm not mad that you went crazy. Yes, I understand because you're a human, and this is what real humans go through. Yeah, and having a breakthrough without having no one to talk to. They made it feel like everybody could be a joker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which is why, that's why you I know, I love uh, relatability. Yeah, these shows, like, yo, I can relate to that. He did a, he executed that perfectly. Like. Me or you any day We can have a, a fucked up day And we be like Just snap I'm about to do some evil shit Yep and You push me to that lot, limit And we see that a lot Yep Yep It's one one bad day Stop Cause create a joker mm-hmm. Yep And I, that's why like I don't really blame Jared Leto Uh for for his role, I just feel like It was just such a B side Cause yeah, it, it wasn't It wasn't the point of the movie Yeah Yeah So yeah I, I'm not too mad at it I'm not too mad at it's it It's crazy though I was like damn I could talk about the Joker every day. Like You're I could too. talk about how phenomenal that film was every single day. Even if you go back to the the cartoon movies, mm-hmm. the Killing Joke, yeah, all of those they were hot. Are you gonna go see this new Batman? How you feel about that? Oh yeah, uh, we could talk about it. At first, so the, they announced it. Literally, they announced it in 2019 that the movie was coming out. Because mm-hmm. I know because I was at work and my man's he was a big DC fan and he was uh, going crazy about it. So he was like, "Yo." Who's gonna be Batman? And we was just saying who we felt like would be perfect role for Batman. And then they announced that it was Robert Patterson. I'm yeah. like, the nigga from Twilight. Yeah, that had a lot of people mad. I was mad. I was like, yo, this nigga looks malnourished. You yeah, know? he's skinny. And like, you know, I'm not judging nobody's body type, but like, if you if you're gonna be a superhero, you have to have a certain type of build. It's like at making Daniel yeah. Radcliffe Superman. Yeah, it's like, why am I doing that? Yeah. You're so Daniel Radcliffe. I was like. All right, I don't know how this is going to be. And then they were talking, they was having all these discussions talking about he has like an eating deficiency, he can't gain weight. And I'm like, how is that going to work if he's got to be fit for Batman? You right. Know what I mean? um, we then, don't got no powers. And then you got the other thing, which is um, his stunt double. A lot of people want his stunt double to be Batman more than he wanted to be Batman. Really? More than, yeah. Didn't his, know that. Because his, his stunt, huh, I got to show you right now. His stunt double looks like the perfect Batman. Mm. So everybody, but then you got to take it into account. They can't. He probably can't act. Yeah, he's just good at doing jumps. And he's shit. just a body. Yeah. So that was a big thing. But now, um, I've seen. Did you see the trailer? I saw both. It was two trailers. Yeah, I seen both trailers, and it was the regular one. Yeah, I seen both trailers. Uh, from I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet. I do want to watch it. I can watch it illegally, which I'm probably gonna do maybe tonight since I'm you know I have my surround sound Don't system. I want to see it before I keep going. Let me see. This is the stunt up. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's a Batman. That's a Batman. That's a Batman. Mm-hmm. But uh, I might I might watch it tonight. The reason why I'm interested it's is, out? I mean, you can we can watch it illegally unless mm-hmm. you want to unless you want to give to the cause. Uh, I'm giving to the cause. All right. So yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. And um, 
they saying that like this Batman is more so like a detective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost. So it's more like a Sherlock Holmes like Batman. So again, another another But it's saying it's extremely dark. So I was like, I need that. So it's like Gotham almost. Yeah, that's what I want. That's yeah. What, that's what that's what DC films need to do. Y'all need every film to be extremely dark. But why can't y'all just put this much work into something else? Yeah. You know, I feel like we started this podcast in what, 2018, 2017? 2017. 2017. I've been I've been praying. I've been praying for a good Martian Manhunter movie. A good uh uh uh, uh Green Lantern movie, a good Static Shock movie, a good Deathstroke movie. Nothing. Nothing at all. Like make Bobby Lashley Oh no. Yeah, make Bobby Lashley Black Adam. No, you're already getting a Black Adam movie. But it should be Bobby Lashley. You should It's you, the rock. I don't want The Rock. You ain't see the trailer? It came out already. Yeah, but I don't want The Rock. You want The Rock? No, it's going to be The Rock playing Black Adam. (laughs) Black Adam as The Rock. Oh, yeah, Black Adam as The Rock. The Rock as Black Adam. I don't want that. Damn it. Yeah, that trailer already came out. It didn't look bad, but it's like, bro, it's The Rock. They only gave it to The Rock because he got a bald head and he's big as shit. That's Literally. literally. Come on. (laughs) Like, you don't have a, a... that type of accent. Mm-hmm. That I don't. I don't want that at all. Anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is, brother. Imagine you wake up and you see the rock floating out your window, throwing clouds and lightning and shit. I'd be mad as hell, mm-hmm. boy. Go headline a WrestleMania or something. I hate the Rock. No, you don't. You love the Rock. I don't like when the Rock plays movies. I like. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Speaking of DC, what's up? <laughs> he said DC is in a state. <laughs> why DC is in a state? Why, why isn't it a state? That's a beautiful. That's a beautiful uh, segue right and there. We're not talking about Batman. We're talking about the state, Washington, DC. Not so, Washington State, Washington DC. All right. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was up at five in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, just up. Mm-hmm. You know, and it hit me. I was like, yo. I wonder why DC is not a state. I, I don't know why that came across my mind, but that was on my heart. So I started researching and I went down a rabbit hole and I was just seeing things. Okay. One thing led to another. I cross references. I was researching this shit for like four hours. I look up and say, damn, it's 10 o'clock. I got to go to work. So I love put on my laptop. But before that, there's a lot of reasons as to why DC is not a state. And it has nothing to do with why we think it is. Mm. Okay, so the reason why, so for those who don't know, quick history lesson, the the White House was originally in Philadelphia. Okay, so the nation's capital was originally Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, the famous place was Independence yeah. Hall. Yeah, yeah. But the reason why it was moved was because there was something going on at Independence Hall, and there was an angry mob. And the individuals were the governors and whomever the Congress were at Philadelphia down Fifth Street. And basically, they were scared that the mob was going to come in and attack them. Mm -hmm. So what they ended up doing is they called in uh, the essentially the congressional militia, which basically takes care of all the things. And they were like, hey, can you help us out? They really didn't want to do it. And there was like some sort of shift there. And because of that. 
you know, and I'm I'm incredibly paraphrasing and, and shortening that story, but because of the mob that came to Philadelphia in retrospect to what was going on inside of the Constitution and all yeah. that type of stuff, they were scared that this would happen frequently. So what they did was they packed up the nation's capital and moved it to the District of Columbia that as not a state because they had to call in state militia to fix this at the time. And they didn't want to have to do that in the future. Yeah. I just said a lot of shit there. Okay. So it's a district. It's a district. Of, and it's the capital. But nobody expected D.C. to harbor over 750,000 Americans. Yeah, exactly. Because it was only supposed to be governmental land. But when you think about it, you have the government, all the buildings and whatnot. You have mm-hmm. people that work there. They end up living there because it's easier. And next thing you know, boom, it's, it's, a whole, it's a whole city that's not a state. Yep. Okay. Now, that's a problem because those people there that they pay taxes, but they're not represented in congress yeah so they have one lady who who's um she is what they call a delegate where she can introduce bills she can introduce laws she can sit in on these hearings but she can't vote on anything yeah which is a problem because she's just a fly on the wall just listening essentially 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 don't no disrespect to her but but I'm, i'm just saying this is yeah she can't vote on anything. Yeah, she can't vote on anything. On she anything. Can make, uh, she can just make suggestions. She can't even do that. No. She so could just, just the fly on the wall. She introduces bills. Yeah. She can listen to things, but she can't, like, she doesn't have a vote. I mean, if you introduce a bill, isn't that, like, a suggestion? But you don't have the right to vote on it. Yeah, it I is know, a suggestion. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can yeah. make, She can make suggestions, but she can't act on it. Can't act on it. So it was like, all right, we just got to make strong enough suggestions to get to these people, and hopefully something sticks. But if not, then I'm just here for what? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then the other reason, and and this is this is interesting because when it was the 13 colonies in the United States, right? At the time, everything was split evenly between slave states and free states. Mm-hmm. And they never wanted to, it wasn't until we got to Mississippi where it was like, all right, it's going to be a slave state or a free state. And unfortunately, they made it a slave state. So the next state, they made it a free state. And so at that, after that, they kept introducing states by twos to, to even it out, to have slave states, free states, slave states, free states, you know, but now D.C. is primarily like 94% of D.C., is liberal mm-hmm. if dc were to become a state it would have two seats in congress and seats in the house all those seats would 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 by the numbers be blue which would overtake both the senate and already we already the uh, democrats already have the house but it yeah, would the house it would, and the senate mm-hmm. but it would over it would create a paradigm shift in power in the Senate, and everybody who opposes DC becoming a state is Republican. Yep, because you they're scared to overpowered. The, exactly, it's literally majority of uh, liberals. Exactly, and you're going to overpower every time. You're going to be outvoted every single time. Exactly, That's how voting works. So the reason why you know DC isn't a state isn't because of location, isn't because of well-being, isn't because of anything. It's simply because the Republican Senate doesn't want to back dc being a state because they know that they'll lose majority power yep 
which is crazy how we see the laws again you know not benefiting the people but more so it's 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 more so a battle of politics rather than anything else mm mm-hmm. So like that, I, I found that pretty interesting um, this morning. And there's other stuff I could talk about turning GDP and everything, but that's just going down a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's just crazy out here. You paying taxes and uh, it's not going nowhere. You can't even. You don't even have a voice if you paying taxes. Yeah. If you in DC, right? I mean, and it's interesting because like DC has a mayor, they have a city council, yeah, but it's they like, have yo, a here. We're gonna just use you guys to fill you in, like. You guys ain't really doing shit, but we just want to make you feel a part of everybody else. We want, we want, we want you to be special, just like all the other states. Yeah, and it's and like the Delaware, like it's just yeah, next to Delaware. It, right. It's funny you mentioned Delaware because what? So what the uh, what the Madam Delegate did in D.C. She proposed a bill that would essentially shrink uh, D.C. To the only it would DC would only be the governmental buildings and properties. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Capitol, the White House, the monument, all all those type of buildings, and then around it would make it so that that was an actual state. Yeah. So the government, so the rule and the rule, some rule in in America is that the the U.S. Capitol has to be on non-state neutral territory. Mm. But everything around that could be a state. So they're trying to separate. They're trying to separate it. And the crazy part about it is if they were to separate it, it would have, it wouldn't even be the smallest state. It would still be bigger than North Dakota, South Dakota, and Vermont. Hmm. But, and also if they were to separate it, it would actually gross, I think, the top 30 in money per year. Yeah. So again, like it, 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 it's, it's a cause for thinking like DC should be a state, but in reality, they don't want it to be a state because they know it's going to be democratic. Mm-hmm. So, reasons being. Yeah. That's just the way of the land. Just the way it is. Just so simple it politics is. going on, you know. Politics. Nothing crazy. Shit's crazy out here, though. Shit's crazy out here. I ain't moving to D.C. I'm not moving to D.C. Yeah. D.C. state, no. If it was a state. But it's not. I don't know, man. I think I just I just find it extremely funny. Like you got DC right there, but then you like thirty to forty minutes out, and then you in Baltimore. Like it's crazy. Yeah, and then forty minutes from now you in Virginia. Yeah, this is crazy to me. Why don't you just make it just one big, one big state? ass state? Yeah, yeah. Just call it the DMV. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I understand it. So there you guys go, man. That's why DC isn't a real state, man. That's why DC isn't a state at all. It's just a district. It's the nation's capital. Yeah. Small ass nation's capital. We need something bigger than that. You live in a typical gray area. Typical gray area. Literally, that you're literally <laughs> in the gray area. You're in the gray. You're not blue. You can't be red or blue. You in the middle. You can't be either. That's it's crazy. Crazy. But it's funny because they get electoral college votes. Yeah, I know. Maybe that's what they make up. Maybe that's what they make up for. But it's like you. So basically, you only count every four years. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, if you think about it, right? You you said they have a mayor, but all that shit is just like they all just like here. This is just like here. Yeah, this to is like here you go right here just to make you feel important. I'm just paraphrasing this shit. Just here, just to make you feel important. We're gonna give y'all a mayor. And we're going to give y'all people in, in office and shit like that. But in reality, they don't really do nothing because we're at the nation's capital, literally. We're it's almost like pacifying, yeah, almost. Yeah, exactly. Like, here, you little baby. And maybe this is to make up for it. 
since they can't, you know, that marriage shit, maybe the presidential shit is the most important for them every four years. So that's why they get the electoral college. Yeah. That's how I see it. Like, you got to make up for something. You know we, you know we getting the shit, shit into the stick. Yeah. So. But they pay, there is, it's crazy. And like, this is uh, something that a lot of people, you know, deal with. They pay so much money in wage taxes. And it's like, for you to pay all that money in wage taxes, and you not being a state, it's just like why not? But it's 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 almost a slap in the face. It's like here's a mayor, give me like twenty percent of your wage tax. It's yep. like what the fuck? <laughs> like yeah, no. Just chess pieces, man. That's all it is. Chess not checkers. Chess not checkers. Every time. Mm, mm, mm. Every time. Every time. In DC, I did fix y'all pizza. Wasn't good pizza. You didn't like it? No, I ain't like it. It was alright to me. It was okay. It was alright. The pizza was alright in DC. The food was alright. The food wasn't that bad. DC known for like go go and shit. Yeah, they are known for go go. Known for party in DC. You're not really known for nothing else. You go to a go go party? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm a chill, relaxed type of fella. I don't really do that. I don't really like parties or nothing like that. I like lounges and stuff. So places where you can chill. Shoot the breeze. Nice couch. Nice couch where you can sit on without bed bugs, anti bed bugs. Yeah. Nice diverse group of people where I can just chill and have a civil conversation without anything. Um, see some sights. You see some sights, sightseeing. Yeah. No hostility around. I don't like that shit. I don't like negativity. I don't like none of that. I had that my whole life. I don't need that shit again. No need for unnecessary tough guys. No need for unnecessary nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No yelling. I don't like screaming. I don't like nothing. I just like being in the moment. Just Period. Anyway, I just like I like being in the moment, just relaxing. Material girl. So anyway, <laughs> so I uh, I posted. We got a couple comments from uh, just social media in general mm-hmm. about uh, if you could basically ask Vanessa Valley and Duff No Beer anything. Um, what would they ask? And the one of them said, "Why are all podcasts two best friends? I want a podcast that's two sworn enemies." Two motherfuckers that hate each other. It's not really a question, but I don't. Whatever. Um. So we could talk about a few things. Um. It's a it's a it's a good topic because I've I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. I mean, we always bring it up, but it's like what when you so nowadays when you bring up podcasting, I'm going to answer that question though. But I just want to get this off. Go ahead, talk talk about it. Let me talk, preacher. Let me talk. Go ahead. Nowadays, when you talk about podcasting, it's a it's a negative stereotype that surrounds it. You know what I mean? Um, If people first thought is like negative, and they see a lot of women getting bashed, Mm -hmm. specifically black women, because specific groups of podcasters that never had pussy in their life, Mm -hmm. they um, talk about it. They want to bash black women relentlessly faithfully on their platforms giving black men a bad reputation but it's crazy the way you look at it because it's only with black podcasters mm-hmm. when you see a white podcast you think i'm not being like disrespectful i'm just being honest from your point culture, of view our culture yep where our our culture the majority would think when you are first basis you see an old white man with gray hair you're gonna think yo that podcast is probably boring as shit yep Talking about books, finance. Finance, but when you see a black podcaster, you think they're about to talk about vagina. Yep. You think they're about to talk about drugs. You think they're about to talk about Twitter topics that's 
and and we had these conversations over and over again. It's like, bro, when are we gonna stop? Like this shit is not interesting no more. Like it was cool when it first because um it's popularized now via social media and this is the w- way you get the most clicks by mm-hmm. starting controversy. The shit got to end. It gives us a bad reputation. It's giving a bad reputation. It's giving. It's giving. Currently. Currently. When I tell people I have a podcast, they think, oh, what are you talking about? Bashing black women? No. Actually, Why? I don't. And uh, honestly, that's the narrative that needs to change throughout our community. Um, because that's all we see. Because mm-hmm. if all you see is negativity, if all you see is negativity, that's all you're going to know. That's a so, great point. So people equate black podcasting to Twitter topics now. Or horny content. Or horny content. Which is, it's no problem with it. But it's like, you can't, the only reason why you you think that is because our skin color, literally. You put us in one bubble. Yeah. Because of our skin color. You don't look at Joe Rogan or you don't look at somebody else with a while, how Howard Stern. You don't put them in the same bubble because they're white. Yeah. So why you do it with black podcasts? Why are you marginalizing us? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you get comparisons all the time. Oh, these guys are the next XYZ black podcaster. How? Our content doesn't resonate with theirs. It's not the same exact thing. Right. We're the next Joe Budden. There's, you never listened to the podcast. The podcast in your life. You never did. And there's nothing wrong. I love the podcast, but it's like. That's not us. It's like you're comparing apples to oranges. To bananas. Apples, oranges, to bananas. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why you're doing that comparison is because you see two black men or three black men with a mic sitting up talking. But Laughing. you're not even listening to the content. Yep. 100%. And it's like, we don't have a music podcast. Why are we compared to music podcasters? Yep. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't do have reactions. a sports podcast. Why are we compared to sports podcasts? Oh, they can be the next... First take. How? Yeah. I mean, we could talk about content, but I'm not talking about LeBron James every time. Yeah, I'm, I don't care about your triple doubles I on this podcast. Triple on the podcast. I'm just here to speak about society and culture, and that's what it is. Yep. But yeah, I don't like being in that bubble. You know what I mean? And I feel like it comes from a place of, I don't know, like... Would you say ignorance? It, it comes from a place of ignorance, yeah. And I don't like being pigeon-held. And I feel like it pigeonholes us when people cast those type of stereotypes upon us. Mm. Can you explain it a little never, bit more about that? Because we can never progress. If if we're always in this bubble, it's like a guinea pig. If a guinea pig is always going to be on that spinning wheel, it's never going to know what else is out there. That's right. We literally fucking spinning on that wheel. Where they're trying to do that. That's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And that's pigeonholing us. Mm-hmm. We can't progress. And we can't reach out to a broader audience because once you see black microphone, you're going to equate it to sex, violence, weird ass Twitter topics, or the the, the 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 weird random that for some reason keeps going on is would you rather take five hundred thousand <laughs> or a fucking dinner with Jay Z, bro? Yeah. Enough, yeah, enough with it. Yeah. And you know, great, great points, great, great points. What I want to also touch on a little bit is that you know it starts on it goes up the chain, you know. So what does that mean? This is an issue at every level of black podcasting. Yeah. And I'm not just saying it's like the people who are just starting out. I'm not saying like, you know, it's it's people that, you know, have fame. It's people that are, you know, I wouldn't call them, you can call them famous, but it's almost like the famous people 
are starting these conversations and going on shows from all of these like quote unquote influencers to you know famous heads that are sitting down and they're talking about sex and you know what am I doing in a room with you and I'm just like yo that's not all of the content that is like five percent and there's nothing wrong with that it's not don't categorize all of us like don't compare uh niggas that's talking about Yu-Gi-Oh to us just because we're black right <laughs> doesn't make sense right and, and you know like and and this isn't a shot at 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 anything it's just more so like you really gotta understand right if you're sitting here talking and listening if you've never heard a podcast before if you even listen to one episode you don't even gotta listen to it all the way through everything has individuality everything Mm -hmm. so you're doing a disservice by calling somebody's podcast the next something else yeah when it could be his own entity when it's just what it is if this is the podcast and chill show why the hell are we the next joe rogan Mm -hmm. or or anything why are we the next brilliant idiots i'll tell you one thing we're definitely not either one of those things either one of those things Mm -hmm. you know so keep all that stuff aside keep all that Treat everything as his own individual entity. Yeah. And stop black and stop bashing black women too. Please, yeah. Please stop bashing black Please. women. That it's annoying. Working woman ever, yeah. In my opinion. Most undervalued species of female, yeah. the black woman. Please female, stop. Woman, female is degrading these days. But uh which, uh yeah, man. That's well put. But to answer your question, why is two? What else? That was all to ask. Why is it just two friends? Yeah, it was like I just want to see a, gr- a group of people that hate each other have make content. That's that's essentially what I it's mean, like. Why the only two best friends? Toxicity. You yeah. don't want that means you don't really want chemistry. There's not you just want chaos. Yeah. So that's the answer to your question. Honestly, I just had to get the rant off. But the answer to your question is it's literally because you want to see chaos and you want to see commotion and you want to see drama and that's internalized honestly that's from your eternal thing you just want to see negativity in people what's your background look like (laughs) that's what i'm saying yeah i don't want to see people that hate each other go at each other i do actually want to see things like uh two opposite groups that oppose each other have a formal conversation i would like that yeah and they can they can reach a common ground but to rip each other head off no and in my and in my own opinion, no if, learning in that. If I hate you, why am I sitting down and talking to you yeah. for an hour and a half? I don't. I must not hate you that much. If I'm ignorant to a situation and I'm opposed to you because of that ignorance, then yeah, I would like to. I would like to, to uh, do discourse. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I I agree. Um, would you question on that? Would you sit down with like a person that like hates African Americans to have some dialogue with them? That hates black people. Yeah. I don't know why you say African, but uh, he's black people. Um. It depends. Like I'm saying, it depends where it's coming from. If it, if, it, if it's coming from misunderstanding, because like I said, I always say this all the time, like we're all born with a, a, a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. It's just that our environment and who's around us teaches it and paints it. So if it comes from a um, genuine misunderstanding and ignorance, then yeah, I'll have a conversation with them. You know what I mean? But if it's, if it's some blatant shit, no, I'll beat your ass. No, I'm not doing that. But if it's like, if the, if the, if the racist is genuinely looking for answers mm-hmm. then yeah i'm willing to teach okay i like because that. It's, it's, everything is a learning experience you gotta look at it with an open book i like that i like that i like that a lot and i also agree so it's not really much for me to say on that one yeah uh second question we got here i'm not doing uh names of these questions you're gonna have to listen if you want to 
know if your question's read. But one of them says, how does Duff feel about being compared to a gorilla every day? It's funny. I mean, <laughs> um, like I said, it all started because one of my Twitter followers, he posted me. Now, he didn't post me. He posted a gorilla. And he was like, yo, this is uh, Duff. And then after that, it shit just go crazy. After that, like, if it's a new gorilla video or it's a new picture of a gorilla, I'm getting tagged in it. And it's not because like a race thing. It's literally, uh, I'm built like a gorilla. That's yeah. what people compare me to. So I was like, all right. Like, I've wrong with it now. Like, it's, it's hilarious to me. It's like a little trend. Like, I don't know a lot of people that has that type of influence where you see something and you equate it to a person. So, um... So it's like a hundred gorilla videos. I've been tagged in almost all of them. If you got a gorilla video, you can tag me in it. But how do I feel about it? I mean, I don't. I don't really care. I think it's cool that it's a group of people out there that dedicate their time to find gorilla videos and tag me in them. Yeah. Or it come across them, and I'm the first person that they think of. I agree. So I feel like it's pretty dope, and uh, yeah. So I mean, let's 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 talk about Twitter for a minute. So you know, you you uh, I w- I would say that you know you're pretty prominent on Twitter. Yeah. People know Duff No Bear on Twitter. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel? I mean, in reality, like a lot of people, like recently I had this one guy. He just was making like a hundred tweets about how much he hate me. I saw that, and that was just, and that was just <laughs> because that. and that's because my tweets blow up. Your phone ringing, you freak. But uh, that's that's simply because my um my tweets blow up a lot. And I can explain why my tweets blow up how they do, but so what it is is I don't know. Sometimes people think I tweet for like attention, but I've let you know me. Already. People do think that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is that is a yeah, thought, yeah, a yeah, running thought. Yeah, it's a running thought. But you know me. I do. I literally no. You said Twitter, I literally started Twitter and tweeted whatever I want or my the first thing on my mind. I Everything. Because you can you can honestly tell when people are reaching too hard. My tweets never reach. Nope. I'd never be like, yo, X, Y, Z. I'm trying... Like, I never force it. I just tweet the first thing on my mind. Or it's not cringe. It's not cringe. Yeah, I I tweet the first thing that comes on my mind. Yep. Like, it's literally um, an outlet to get my creative juices flowing. Literally. Just to see. It's not even like, I don't want reactions out of it. Because, honestly, if I want a reaction, I'll be DMing people. Yo, retweet this. I've never retweeted. I never DMed none of y'all. I never DMed anyone in my life to tell them to retweet my shit. I never did a follow train. None of that. Yeah. I literally just started tweeting. People picked up on it. And they were like, yo, this guy's actually funny. And it's also genuinely funny. Yeah, exactly. Even though some of the shit is sick. A lot of it is sick. But but it's it's funny, though. It's like, when you look at it, it's like an art to it because it's like you don't know anybody that's that thinks like that. No. And it's like I I know somebody's sicker than me when they say, um when I say to myself, yo, I would never think of something like that. That's how I know somebody is sicker than like me. Like naturally sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or or like a tweet. If I see a tweet and I'm like, I would never I can never think of something like that. That's why I know. Well, I know people say that to me too, so I'll be like, "All right, that's that's what's up." And uh, I get a lot of people. Um, people say I got a call following. I don't, but a lot of people hit me up uh, privately because they can't um, publicly support my stuff. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't got nothing against it. I just think it's hilarious. Like shout out to all of y'all. It's a lot of y'all. Like shadow support. Yeah, shadow support. Yeah, yep. bro. I can't repost it. Like one of the guy, one of the cool. He a cool guy. One of them. He's like, his my mom follow me, so I can't. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't retweet your shit. Which is crazy. But I get, a, I get that more than enough. Like I get that a lot. Like a lot of people DM me, like, "Yo, I can't repost, but just know you fighting a good fight, saying whatever the fuck you want." I'm like, "All right, cool." I'm just flexing my amendments, man. 
let me see here let me see here so um i also wanted to ask you a little bit is has there ever you know and i know you yeah i've known you since birth but has there ever been a cheat when you're like fuck i i think i draw right here i think no. i went too far no. nothing you don't, got, you don't got nothing hot like x-rated in the stash crazy you, do. you know the i only had one tweet that i was like that's extremely crazy and i was like you wanted me to post it badly because I, did. I was like, I, was I like, did, I can't, I did, because that's too crazy. Like, it was, it was so sick. I was like, I, I wrote it, and I'm like, I can't do that. And I was like, Nah, I'm not doing that. That's some shit you just keep in the that's vault. That's some shit I just kept in the vault. Yeah, yeah. So I was whew, like, so that thing was hot though. Yeah, I, I probably would have been done. Like niggas probably would have found out where I lived. And <laughs> but I'm under a VPN, so I'm chilling. I'm not really worried about that. Yeah, I'm not trying to set them up or nothing. I promise. I yeah. promise I wasn't. But it's just like, yo. That was crazy. That was really crazy. It I was, was like, hilarious. damn. Like, it was so funny, but I was like, that's I can't joke about but it. But it's simple. Yeah, it's simple. I was like, damn. Yeah. You, streets need that. I just know it involved a superhero. That's all. All right. That's all. It did. Robin. It did, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I'll give it a background. Like, it, basically, I wasn't going to say what the tweet was, but... What happened was this is when the news just first broke in the comic books that Robin came out as gay, and that's all it was. And I made a tweet about it, and that's literally all. I didn't tweet it because I'm like, that's crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. It was crazy. But I, I always I joke about everybody though, but then I always have a message underneath. It's like it. South Park. Yeah, I always have an underlying message between it. Like that's why I think it's like art. But that's why I said I don't really care about nobody else because I'm like, bro, I just. Like if it, it's like a small percentage of people that hate me based off that, but it's a large percentage that love it because they never seen nobody that can freely express themselves without being ridiculed. I truly agree. And not caring. Truly agree. And you know that's why like I love, I love your Twitter. Yeah. So much simply because as as far that we get in in our society, the less we have natural comedy. Yeah. You know, people like, are scared. People scared, like take for example, a, a a legendary, legendary comedian, uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, yeah. Dave Chappelle, you know, in two thousand three, two thousand four, Dave Chappelle, you know, would have a show, the Chappelle Show, and you, he probably couldn't even get away with half of the shit that he said. Yeah. You know, now look, WWE, we we we've laughed countless times Ooh. about all the stuff WWE got away mm-hmm. with in the two thousands that you can't get away with now, and it's not even really about getting away. It's supposed to be comedy, mm-hmm. but. It went there has came to a point where there's just so much there's such a high level of seriousness and uptightness with comedy but in my opinion it's it's comedy if it attacks from every angle yeah you know so if if you if you're if you're poking fun at every person and everything equally it should be harmless it should be harmless yeah because if we're going back we can go back to ancient times where something called satire where they make it fun of the emperor mm-hmm. they make it fun of the king the dictator whatever because you poke fun at everybody to loosen the seriousness of a topic yeah. that's what comedy at the root is for and we live in a society now where people are mad to get laughed at you know it's crazy. It's crazy. Like I'm going. I'm not going to quote it verbatim, but Adrian Broner said something, something so funny. It was crazy. It wasn't racist, but it was like I, I relate to that. What was it? And he called himself the Can Man. Have you seen that? I never seen that. He called himself the Can Man because anybody can get it. That's <laughs> literally all, and that's some real shit. Anybody can get it. Like no one's off limits. No race. No gender. No, no sexuality. I'm going in on every and and everybody loved me. That's why I was like, bro, I don't really care because like, 
I can make a joke about anything right now, yeah. and then that group will hit me up and like, bro, you're hilarious. And then a lot of these people, which is I find a joke, but a lot of these people who are public figures, you know, they're scared to get uh, what's the word canceled. Mm-hmm. But my whole thing is like, if you don't care, yeah, how can you get canceled if you don't care? They care. That's why they care about their public image. Dave Chappelle doesn't give a damn. Yeah, me neither. Cause you see all that, all that, all that. Uh, when he was trending and everybody was saying they're going boycott him, mm-hmm. he just signed three new deals with Netflix. Yeah. They don't care. They don't stop. The cancel culture doesn't exist. It I've doesn't. never seen the cancel culture really execute somebody. Uh, they did. They got somebody out there. If you want to talk about EDP, he's not really canceled. Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about they got R. Kelly the fuck up out of there. They got R. Kelly out of here. But if he were to get out today and tomorrow, he'll be rich again. Yeah, but they 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 put him in a bag. I mean, they yeah. bagged R. Kelly up. That's the only thing where I say is like actual representation of R. Kelly. You don't think so? I guess. I guess, brother. You really don't think so? He's still being streamed. He is. How many millions of streams he getting them off from Spotify? I don't know. They probably took his mo- they, they probably took Spotify. They probably took his stuff down. I don't know why, but do you see the hypocrisy with that though? Talk to me. They about let it. Joe Rogan say the hard R. Yeah. I mean, granted, I understand that. I understand, like, all right. But they kept him on there because yeah. he the money that he got. Yeah, what he's they bringing weren't in. losing money with R. Kelly either, which is crazy. They weren't losing money. You're not losing money. They were just saying, "Yo, we're threat." They were just threatening to not stream stuff on Spotify. I feel like they were scared of that backlash money. too. Huh? They were scared of that backlash that they were getting from. So why are they not scared of Rogan's? I mean, hard R. Think Come about on. it. What's the difference? I mean, good point. Not I, not with the situ- We're not talking about situations. We're talking about principle. I mean, but if you pr- gotta do it with one, you gotta do it with the other. I mean, if if we're talking about, again, not my opinion, but if we're talking about it, principle doesn't drive price. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? They're not gonna give up Joe Rogan because the same thing. Why you said he's fiscally valuable? Nobody mm-hmm. like we don't care about the 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 freaking three hundred thousand streams a month that R. Kelly does. Three hundred thousand. I'm. Still, compare. I'm, you mean three hundred million? I'm comparing it to Joe Rogan, brother. They, I'm pretty sure it'll be the same amount. Nobody was streaming R. Kelly that crazy in in fucking 2020. Are you Are you serious? I'm serious right brother, now, brother. Do I have the proof to you how many streams he get? Pull it up. Hold on. Talk. Pull it up. Go ahead. And talk. I'm gonna keep talking. Go ahead. Keep talking. You know, like, and granted, what Joe Rogan did, I was, you know, I was not privy to. You know, because like you, talk you're, about it. Go ahead you're, talk about yeah, it. yeah, you're, you're sitting here. Perfect. Way, way to fill it. Way to fill it. <laughs> a month? You think I'm lying? All right, do Joe Rogan. Do Joe Rogan. Um, but yeah, I wasn't really privy to it because he said he said he didn't do it on one occasion. He said the hard R multiple, m- more than several times, more than several times. So I mean, I don't, I don't know. Do they have Joe Rogan's thing up there? From seven to ten. I mean, so it's not far. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. far stretched. You're making the same amount of money off the guy. Yeah, only a few off. Only a few. So Damn, brother. The, the numbers the don't ma- lie. The math is mathing. The, the math is mathing. <laughs> the math is mathing. It's a brother. seven to ten million a month. Seven to ten million. The, that's that. R. Kelly do five. Damn. Cancel both. Well, not cancel, but you know what I mean. Don't if you're gonna ridicule one entity, ridicule the other one the that, same exact way. That's almost the same thing with uh, Shakari Richardson. Yeah, almost the same thing. The girl was using uh, PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, yeah. in Russia. Let her go. Yes, they let her go. Mm-hmm. Shakari Richardson failed a drug test, banned her. Yep, and it's just like we 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 have times where you know it's it's just things aren't equal. 
as we see. Yeah. Things are not equal. But you forget it's a private company. They can do whatever they want. Now your phone is ringing weird. Yeah, that's fine. My phone is ringing. But you can see, yeah, these are privately owned companies, so they can do whatever they want with their business. But it's like, I guess. Yeah. I know. I I 100% agree. I, I agree with you. I don't agree with uh, yeah. what they did. Yeah, they wild, though. Yeah, that... I watched it and I was like, I mean, it was granted it was taken out of context, the Joe Rogan shit. It it was. Yeah, it was taken out of context. It was. And somebody sat down and went through all his episodes. He has thousands of episodes. There's he, no way that man. And they sat a team sat down. It wasn't one person. A okay. team sat down and they went through all his stuff to find out when he said the N word. And I'm pretty sure, well, all of them were in taken out of context. He were talking about like somebody saying it to someone. And, yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't acceptable at the time. So and you gotta look at the times we were in. Look at the WWE. Just because the times let it slide doesn't mean it was acceptable. That's correct. Because you could also make it. that point of slavery. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you want to be extreme with it. It's tar. It's terrible. But terrible. Yeah. You know, terrible. But <sighs> it, it, and you know, like that's probably the the biggest um, knock on that conversation we just had. It's like, well, just because it was okay back then doesn't make it right. I mean, it wasn't okay back then, but it was more accepted. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It was more accepted. Mm-hmm. You know. But um, e- even even with that, do I feel like Joe Rogan should be out here using the N word, even if for historical purposes? No, 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 me neither. I do not. But I'm I'm pretty sure he understood that with times times change and it's sensitive, right? And he's like, yo, he probably haven't said it in years. Yeah. So yeah, if he was still saying that, I'm like, I have a problem. It's like because you understand the climate that we're in. But he's if he's saying it like in the early '08s, yeah. There's a lot of things that are very questionable in terms of media in the early <laughs> 2000s. Wow. Talk to him. Man, listen. I, but, man, I can go on. But uh, if you ever watch wrestling one time in your life, I want y'all to go on YouTube right now and look up JBL, JBL at the border. Yeah. That is one of the most racist shit I've ever seen. Racist things I've ever seen that was allowed on public television. It's crazy. My sick mind at the time, you don't really think, because we were young, you don't really think nothing of it. We you weren't even like, like 13. Yeah, yeah. You, you just think of it like, yo, what's happening? But as you get older and you understand things, and you're like, yo, he is chasing Mexicans across the border. Kicking them in the butt. Kicking them in the butt. JBL from wrestling. Yes. As a skit. This shit. That was written. That, it was written by someone back in the day. Today, that shit would not slide. Nothing. But back then. Nothing. Yo, it's fucked up. I'm laughing, but it's like. That is fucked up. But it's like, yo, this is so crazy. Like, I'm not laughing that it was like comical. I'm laughing like it's so crazy it's how sick. things could slide back then. Yeah. Yeah, they had they had somebody with one leg mm-hmm. getting the ass beat, and they throwing it around and throwing his leg in the crowd, and I'm just like, yo. At that time, what we were like, probably like what eight, yeah, nine. So we just we just giggling away, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like cause we're kids, you know. We're who cares? We're kids. But you know, looking back on it now, it's like, yo, public television, let that slide. Yeah. So what does that tell you about the climate that comedy was in those er- in that oh, era? Man. What And you that forget that you? he's a comedian. Yes. The black jokes was going crazy. 
The white jokes was going crazy. The nine eleven jokes was going crazy. They said the N word. Vince McMahon put on a do rag and said, "What up, my nigga?" Mm-hmm. On public television, <laughs> and y'all let it slide. Let it slide. And y'all let it slide. That's that's crazy to me. Like like I said, it's funny. Like it's funny in a sense. Like yo, this is so crazy how much they let it slide. Yeah. Hey man. I mean, do you feel like the world has changed for the better in terms of censorship? That, censorship? No. Um, I feel like that actually made it worse. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. That's actually a really good. How do you feel about it? But how I feel about it, I don't know. Like, I don't like things. That's why I do what I do now. Like, I say whatever I want because it's like it's overly censored now. Like everything yeah. is overly censored. Yeah. Like you can't say certain shit because you don't want to offend a certain group of person people. But in the spite of that, if you in the midst, if you think about it, doing that is just creating segregation among the groups because you're putting one group over the other by doing something like that. Like, yo, all right, it's okay to joke about black people, but we can't joke about Jewish people. We can't joke about gays. Can't joke about gays, but you can joke about Mexicans. That's that doesn't work like that. I like because you're point. putting another group over another one, and that's just it's like, all right, you're basically telling that group like, okay, you guys are. You guys are sensitive, so we can't joke about you. But we're going to joke about the white people instead. You know, you, you bring up a very interesting point. And, you know, what I will say to that is... Damn. Yeah, because it's like... Damn. If you think about it, it's like it's no equality. If you want equality, like you said, you would talk about every group. Just like we say, if you want equality, you pick at every single group. Mm-hmm. And I feel mm-hmm. like people will respect you more that way because it's like anybody can get it. But I feel like there's also driving forces behind, you know, things that we do not see. Yeah, of so, course. So there's driving forces that stop, you know, like, for example, like if 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 the Constitution and this is just me being objective, if the constitutional right is freedom of press, you can't take away somebody's social media. Yeah. But to but uh to argue that you forget that they have those uh the business laws like the private what is it called the private company like they can do whatever they want cause Exa- it's their company. exactly yeah exactly so it's all about when we think of this over censorship there's also not a lot of authenticity mm-hmm. behind that because if you don't think that these people are out here doing these things and saying these things and, and making jokes about these things in their private life, then you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. They're doing ten times worse. You're wrong. Yeah. As, even especially with the pandemic, because I've been around people in in high standards that mm-hmm. will sit there and be like, "All right, everybody, take these masks. Take these, these masks." Da, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. And it's just oh, like, me too. Yeah, come on, high power people. None of them wore masks. You know, and and it's just like. If you wanted to look good by sprinkling like you know glitter on shit mm-hmm. half the time, then then fine, okay, you know it's over censorship everything, make everything like real tight, don't offend anyone, don't say anything wrong, but time and time again, the black people are the ones that are most offended. Yeah, you know they are the ones that you know don't really have that shield in front of them that other groups have. Yeah. So when you're driving this over censorship, you are still marginalizing black people, mm-hmm. African Americans, you're still, you know, segregating African Americans, doing all these other type of things. So how what is the model of American censorship? Yeah. What is it? When you really think about it. When you when you made up a good point too about uh damn. You made a good point. I was gonna say it's like People are becoming less human. 
Yes. That's and that's why we always that's why you can always appreciate somebody uh when they're being like authentic. Because like we always say, you don't want to trust a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Nope, never, never. do. You want to see somebody's for their truest intentions, and that's that's why I feel like it's so rare for people to be complete or to show authenticity these days, mm-hmm. and that is a rare cause. Just like so, when you working, you always relate to that cool boss. Why is it a cool boss? Why is it a stern boss? Because one boss is not going to tell you how it is. Nope, they're going to show you. They're going to go through the rules and everything. But you got the cool boss that's going to tell you what how exactly how it is. Mm-hmm. Yo, look, this was going to happen, man. You going to hit a break, man. You going to get your PTO. And they tell you how it is. That's why you respect certain bosses because they seem more human and, like I said earlier, more relatable to you. You want somebody that's going to be more relatable to you. If you keep doing this censorship shit, you curse in your everyday life and your boss doesn't curse at all, you're not going to relate to them. Everybody wants somebody to relate to. And then to add a caveat to that, would you really trust somebody that says the right thing every Every time? time? No. Would you want to hang out with Clark Kent? No. Would you trust Clark Kent if everything Clark Kent says out of his mouth is literally what what the right thing should be said no. is. Because in order to say the right thing, you also have to know what the wrong right thing, thing is. is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what's crazy? Like, mm-hmm. And it's another example. Do you see what's happening with CNN right now? In terms of what? All them dudes is getting fired. Yeah. For the, for the allegations? Everything. Or, yeah. How they all presented to be like perfect human beings and how they uh, degrade other people and how they tear down other their opposers, their opposition. But now shit is hitting the fan and you're seeing them for who they truly are because the, the blinds are being un- uncovered. Yeah. And you see they actually some sick ass people, a yeah. lot of them, and they're I all agree. getting fired. I agree. That's just what it is. Full circleism. Mm-hmm. It's just a mask. You just put a mask on. And none of those people were like relatable to begin with because you, I can't relate to you. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with that simply because if you take a public figure, right, and they have that very, um, that father, like, for example, that, that, that Cosby figure, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're you're the America's dad, you're America's this, America's that, in the light of the people. But when that person goes home, he's just as crooked and effed probably up. Probably worse. Probably worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So my question is, we're not even really, I, I'm posing a question to those who are listening, wouldn't you rather just know what, how that person is and then make a judgment on their character when you see both sides of their life? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you rather them do that than, you know, you're seeing someone that always has, you know, their hair right, their teeth, pearly yeah. white, suit, shirt, whatever they're wearing, is completely crisp, and they always say what you want them to say? That should really scare you. Yeah. That should scare you. In my opinion, you don't you don't want somebody that is not going to get dirty, get their hands dirty, understanding where their imperfections are, because that's what makes a full fledged, full circle human. Yeah. So, again, you know, so understanding that, like, nobody wants a perfect person. I don't want to be around perfect people. Me neither. Because I'm not perfect. I don't want to be around robots at all. If you telling me if you if every statement to come out your mouth is well, the politi- the, the politically correct thing to say is bro, go automatic. Away. You you're like go away. Yeah. Go away. You're like an automated um, machine. Yeah. You're Wobbuffet. You know what to say. You know what to say exactly every time. No, we're not perfect. Stop talking like it. Yeah, please. Please. It's one of my pet peeves, man. Mr. Perfect. I hate Mr. Perfect. Yeah. I just like Mr. Perfect. That's why I try to be Mr. Wrong sometimes. Yeah. Well, all the time. I try to be Mr. Wrong. Because I I love being ignorant. Everybody has the main character syndrome. Everybody wants to be that person. No. no. I'm choosing to be the antagonist for that reason. I feel like society needs a Mr. Wrong. Yeah. Yes. I feel like everybody needs an antagonist in their life. I feel like because everybody is not, you're not perfect. 
you're on that high horse. I don't know why. Probably your parents were telling you you can be whatever you want in your life, but you're not special. I mean, if you think we just over here bullshitting, if you're, let's just say you're a Christian, for an example. Yeah. If you don't. Oh, oh my god I said I said that Let's just say You're a Christian For example Oh Christian I'm like Who the hell is Christopher Yeah I don't know Who Christopher is either oh. But anyway <laughs> I used to say a random name I'm like What the hell Why you just say Christopher No But uh, if you're a Christian For example If you don't believe That the world needs An antagonist Then why do we have A story that, that about Lucifer Yeah Why Why would Why would God in, in theory Why would God An all creating All knowing All future seeing being Literally create The evil there wouldn't be a good without the evil. Literally, it wouldn't be a good without an evil. Unless if, if it was no good, it would be no evil. And that means everything would be neutral. Everything. Could you live a life where everything is gray? No. You're basically living in D.C. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you would. <laughs> you living in D.C.? You'd be living in Washington, D.C.? You would. <laughs> it's a podcast and show show. Podcast and show show, man. I'm your host, Vanessa Valley. This has been a great episode, 176. You can follow us on all streaming platforms. Give us a five-star rating if you like it. If you don't, I don't care. Peace. Love y'all.